0: Hello, and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Archers podcast. My name's Connor McKenna.
1: And I'm Rebecca Hart.
0: And, uh, we're back. This is current, not Morning. live, but it is current. So, yes, yay! Yeah. Um, as <laughs> I explained back. before, I needed a break, etc. So, get back to listening. Urgh, I'm shaking my fist if you can't see it. Um... <laughs> But we are back for an absolutely stellar, exciting issue. Uh, the conclusion and continuation to the last episode, Power Man and Iron for 62, published April 1980. Uh, the cover artist is Kerry Gamble, Bob Layton. Uh, the title of the story is One Must Die. The writer is Joe Duffy, penciler Kerry Gamble, inker Kerry Gamble, colorist Glynis Wayne, uh, letterer John Costanza and editor Dennis O'Neill. So, yeah. Um, but first, is there any Iron Fist news? I haven't really seen anything uh, outside really. of his War of the think. Realms.
1: Um, yeah, just his appearances in various War of the Realms titles. Um, I think he was in something else briefly, but I can't remember. Yeah, there was a little bit of him in Daredevil a few months back. Um, yeah, that's it really, nothing. Did you, have you read Ooh. any of the War of the Realms bits with him? Uh,
0: no, I saw stuff people posted. I think you and the yeah. Iron Fist page, and I wasn't impressed.
1: It's a bit quippy, Iron Fist. I don't think you'd love it.
0: I yeah. Everyone knows my opinions on quippy Iron Fist, and I'm still annoyed that this phenomenon sort of came into existence somehow.
1: It kind of. I I don't hate it as much as you do. I just think it needs to be in moderation.
0: Like, yeah, I, I, oh well, I'm fine with moderation. Yeah, I
1: don't want it all the time and I felt but then I also felt they over quippied Spider Man in War of the Realms, which is hard to do, but I thought they went a bit far with that. Um but I did like I mean, bits of him yeah. in Strike Force, which is his primary bit in it, was the the land of the Giants Strike Force issue. Okay. Um he's also in bits of the main title. Um, you know, he does good stuff, it's just the quippiness and um mm. It just—it's a bit of a shame after the Brisson run was so good.
0: Mostly good.
1: Yeah, but like compared to what we've had recently, I'd have said it was yeah. like fairly standard. You know, pretty good, and it well, no, I'd have said good, um, because it—it kind of follow, It ties up some of the stuff from Immortal Iron Fist. So you know, it just felt like there was a thought behind it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, I mean, like yeah, I in. mean, it doesn't matter if if you loved it if you hated it i think it was still i know you didn't hate it i take on board what you say about mostly good but i just <laughs> it was it was just nice to have an iron fist title that i think yeah obviously there were issues i didn't love but overall yeah. i think it was a good achievement and i'm not sure when we'll get another iron fist um you know
0: yeah maybe um, in I...
1: shang but i don't know mm.
0: I mean, I'm. We're going to be getting if the movie goes through. We're going to be getting Shang Chi at some point because Marvel always. They try. Uh, they, or, they they yeah.
1: they don't always get it bang on. Um, like they didn't with sort of with any of the Netflix ones, and they haven't with some of the previous films, and um, even even having like the Hydra cap stuff going on with some of the Captain America films was possibly not. You know, they're not perfect at it, but they're starting to try a bit better. So, I mean, I think, obviously, they'll try and do something Shang-Chi, and they'll be changing his origin for the film, I imagine. Um, yeah. And some interesting rumours about that, but we're not a Shang-Chi podcast. Um, yeah. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess... Yeah, hopefully... Uh, actually, there is some good Iron Fist news if you have a Switch... Uh, I believe Rebecca and I both have Switches, I actually. I do have a Switch. Um, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is coming out, and Iron Fist is a playable character.
1: Oh, is he? Iron and you, for yep. Moon Knight, I'm terrible.
0: Oh, oh, that is terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm not really planning on buying it. On is he Vegas. playable too? Yeah. I think... oh well, I don't okay. know. He's in it. I don't know if he's playable. I don't really know anything about the game. I just, like, I'm... It's really expensive, and I'm almost certainly yeah. not going to buy it straight away. So I kind of haven't wanted to spoil myself too much—not spoil, but you know, like I haven't read a lot about it. I don't even know if it's the kind of game I'd like. But I do have a Switch, mm. so
0: if I have the money, I'll probably do afterpay. Yeah, but uh, you know, because I really want to, I really want to play as Iron Fist, and uh, you know, Daredevil's playable too. Hopefully, a uh, pre. Uh, Charles Saul Daredevil, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so but the current
1: Daredevil's amazing.
0: Is is it still
1: Zdarsky? <sighs> Chip Sidarski
0: still. Is it still like no one knows who he is but foggy and stuff?
1: Uh they've not really it's it's been very much more about Matt right now, so they haven't really gone wide.
0: Okay. So I yep. don't
1: know. I can't answer that. Well, oh, wait a second. Um the other defenders turn up and know who he is, so
0: Yeah. Well he told them at the end of Defenders, yeah. didn't he? So,
1: um yeah, I yeah. think so. yeah, yeah. So, um but they've not really gone wider than that. He's working yeah. as a probation officer. It's a new job for him. Okay. Um and I don't really want to say too much, but he's kind of like not really been out as Daredevil much.
0: Yeah. I um, mean uh, But it's very one day, good it, it's very
1: good in the traditional Sense of, you know, Matt being miserable again, but in a slightly different way. Mm. So, it's, it's a really good run, so far. I mean, we're only, like, seven issues in, six issues in, so, who knows? Yeah,
0: having read pretty much all of Daredevil up to just before Mark Wade's run ended, like, the whole thing of Daredevil being miserable is interesting, Um because a lot of the times writers will try and make him more miserable. and you know, Most of the time it actually works.
1: It does, think... which is what's strange. And the funny thing is I saw somebody who's never read Daredevil before, uh, who's been reading this, and was like, oh my God, why is he so miserable all the time? And it's like, mm, if you're going to go read back on Daredevil, there's a lot of misery. But the, for some reason, like everyone was like, oh, it's just going to be again. But for some, I don't know, Zdarsky, who's known really primarily for having been a comedic writer, isn't touching comedy at all here.
0: Okay.
1: Um, yeah. And there's a really lovely scene with Spider-Man and Daredevil, which is something I've missed, like sort of a really sort of heartfelt one. And do they, they, do they the, know? The, the latest issue, yes, Spider-Man knows. Okay. And the latest issue touched on uh, Catholic guilt. And his Catholicism, which Mm -hmm. is quite nice um, because it's just it's weird because, you know, we all talk about how Daredevil's had the most consistently good runs of a character. Like, you know, there's not as many bad runs of Daredevil, Um, but it is interesting to see someone come in and tackle similar themes that have done before, but just do it differently. And I guess we've seen that happen before. We're just used to it being in classic runs, not like now. Because the yeah. Wade run was so different. Not the Wade run. What do I mean? Yeah, do I mean the Wade run? Charles one? Saul? No, no. I mean the one before that. The Wade, Wade run where I read everyone was... everyone uh... knew who he was. The, the new Wade run. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Wade? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Before... Yeah, Saul, everyone
0: found out in Bendis' run. But uh, Wade's run, I think, like, literally everyone found out. I didn't get up to that part. I was up the... I was on this Monster Mash bit, and then I stopped reading, because...
1: I really liked it, just because it was different, but I know a lot of people hated it.
0: I... No, I liked it. I mean, Dead Evil has a cheerful, you know, swashbuckling past. You know, he was... He was quite adventurous and cheerful before, you know, he got all Oh, yeah, yeah, so.
1: I, that's what I like. I liked it, because it was such a change of pace.
0: And I and... think you needed that, because like for the past continuously he'd been in a rut and then it all culminated when he took over the hands and then got possessed and everything and i'm yeah. like well he has to have a change he can't do another you know him being depressed storyline because it just wouldn't work because he just you felt do, like you do the need to
1: balance it out felt. a bit i think yeah
0: so I think he did that very well. Um, I just didn't finish reading it because I can't remember why. I was just I was like, I get it. The surfing guys are KKK. and I'm just bored. I don't know. Um, but one day I'll get back to it and finish it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, also, you've got a, a decent Superman run, so, you know.
0: Hmm? Who I does? Do. Me. You do.
1: Yeah, don't you? I don't know.
0: Have I got a decent Superman run?
1: Currently, I don't know. People oh, seem to like oh, oh, yeah, I, well, I just talking, comprehended I just, your question. Yeah, sorry, I was um, just talking about the fact that we all have limited money for good comics, and it's, uh, uh, it, that sometimes yeah. means that some of them have to be pushed to trade buying or buying in sales later. And it's, I don't uh, think there's much shame in that, because so, <laughs> comics are expensive. Yeah.
0: The, the current Superman. I'm a couple issues behind. I'm about to get to the Leviathan Rising special, but it's like it started off the the action comics started off pretty well, but it's kind of just all this big global conspiracy stuff, and then you know Superman's son John. I don't care about John. I don't like John. <laughs> from what I've read, uh, well, from what I've read of John, I That's don't like fair. him. I've
1: not read any of the Bendis John. Um, I've
0: only read well baby, maybe baby John. maybe I don't like him is unfair. I don't care about him. That's it's yeah. Because that sounds fair. I pick up a book, like, he, for a few issues, he's pretty much being the main character in the book, and I'm like, I'm picking up a Superman book. You want to make John the main character make a Superboy book, you know? Um, yeah. So it's kind of, but I'm, I'm still picking it up, because I'm hoping after this Leviathan stuff, it'll it'll get better again. So, but uh, yes, yeah, Bender's uh, surprising me with his good grasp on the character. So, you know. It's I've, actually,
1: a bit of uh, I've actually read the Leviathan Rising special.
0: Special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it mostly because of the Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen.
1: Yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm curious
0: to see what they're get,
1: like. The Lowest Lane comic's getting incredibly good previews.
0: Yeah, I'm not surprised.
1: So I'm kind of really tempted, but I don't have the money. So That one, that one for me is the one that I'm like, I want to buy it, but I'm going to have to trade weight it because I am getting the Jimmy one.
0: Yeah, I mean they're they're both paired with really good writers, who I think who will suit the characters and
1: artists. Um, I mean, because Mike Perkins, who did the Britain run, uh, for Iron Fist is doing Lois Lane, and okay. uh, Steve Lieber, who did the Fix, is doing the Jimmy Olsen
0: one. I'll say so. Ivan Rees' artwork in Superman is spectacular. Yeah, well,
1: he's amazing.
0: The reason I'm picking up the book the most is because his cosmic artwork is really amazing. So, uh, but you know, we're talking about interesting things too much. Yes. We should really get let's on, get, to, let's get an on interesting to
1: something issue. really boring.
0: <laughs> so, I'm sorry for all you little Carls and Troys out there that grew up with these issues and love and death. And me, like you don't have to be and like you.
1: yeah, fair. I'm Carl's age. <laughs> um,
0: because like, this
1: is not great.
0: It's, we'll go into it as we go, I guess. So we have the cover, and, you know, it's it's action-packed cover. Luke's crunching a car while being shot. Danny's punching some dude. It's a good
1: yeah. cover. Really Luke good. and
0: the Fist are winning now, but just wait. <laughs> so we come into where we were last issue, and Danny busts through the wall with our Thunderbolt super-fast, dying person. Oh, yeah, uh, I
1: remember ex- him, now.
0: XDA. Yeah, and they're, they're attacking the Mafia because they're wondering where Luke is. And, you know, we get a... Uh, probably standard fight scene. You know, it's decent. Um, yeah. yeah. We have Iron Fist knocking a knife away, but then he gets snuck up on and hit in the back of the head. Uh, you know, there was... um There was... Sometimes I feel like... Maybe not this issue in particular, but Iron Fist fighting prowess is better in his own books when he's not in a team. Yeah. And there was a nod to that in a mini series I read where Iron Fist is talking about when he's in like heroes for hire, he's just softer, but when he's by himself, you that know,
1: does he's
0: more seem focused. To be, yeah. Yeah. And you know you have Thunderbolt taking out everyone in the room. Uh... You know, so blah, 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 where's Luke Cage? So he comes to the cemetery with Big Ben Donovan. Uh, Oh, God, I remember
1: these names now.
0: He showed up in the run we covered, the new run, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, And he was also in the Luke Cage Netflix show, too, rest in peace. Uh, Mm. And uh, Luke's tied up in a coffin. He's still knocked out. Um... Bang, okay, blah, 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 I mean, this is just not very interesting. It's no. just,
1: there's a lot of text in this, and it's not like, you know, we're used to, like, speech bubbles and interesting use of, sort of, like, how they use the blocks of text. This is literally top and bottom of each panel, top of each panel, with a little paragraph of text. It's quite... Yeah. It's a drag to read.
0: Yeah, so they're about to bury Luke alive in a grave and they've even made a tombstone just for him
1: because why wouldn't you you know because the you'd
0: guys. go to that kind of trouble <laughs> at least it's something colorful in this issue yeah um, but you know so you know interrogation talking running iron fist getting a taxi <laughs> <laughs> in his our uh, crazy crazy clothes uh, he is not a cool cat um And then we cut to the office, and Misty is calling uh, Jenny. Yes. Pre-jail.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, She didn't age much in the...
1: No, in fact, uh, she probably (laughs) aged down, if anything. Yeah, that's a good point, (laughs) actually. (laughs) Fair. Happens a lot in comics, especially to women.
0: So Misty and Colleen are getting annoyed because well, they're not really, they can't get a hold of them and they're kind of thinking they're just giving them their cold shoulder. Uh, yeah, which understandable. And, and all
1: their business is going to Heroes for Hire because, you know, Danny and Luke have got powers.
0: Yeah, which, should, it, which is a pretty interesting situation. Like, your two best buddies have opened up this business and then they're just kind of stealing all of your It's business. one of the more interesting uh,
1: dynamics in this run, actually. Like, when whenever it crops up between the, the whole yeah. four of them.
0: I mean, um, if I wanted if I wanted someone spied on, or tailed, or if I wanted, like, real private investigator work, I would definitely go with Nightwing Restoration. Right,
1: because they are much better detectives, but Luke and Danny have the firepower.
0: Yeah, if I wanted muscle, then I'd go... Because, like, Luke and Danny, they're not subtle. They're not. <laughs> Their okay. outfits are and so it's garish, also like, you know, I mean, by
1: Obviously, day. Misty's a <laughs> decent fighter and has the arm. Colleen's an amazing fighter. But yeah. they're, they're more... Like, they're more specialist at the detecting.
0: Well, Misty was. Was she a detective or was she just a patrol?
1: It doesn't really matter. Either way, she has more knowledge of the law, probably. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) she's currently a
0: private investigator, so she's already... And Colleen's
1: really good. And, um, you know, so they can take out enough that they don't need to hire muscle. But Luke and Danny are your, if you want something really big and flashy... Yeah, they might even charge less. Who knows? Because Danny doesn't understand money.
0: I I doubt they charge less since Hogarth uh, is in charge of That's all true, that. True, yeah. Um, and so uh, Misty just breaks a chair out of frustration, and Colleen's like, "You know, we're really broke, and we don't have enough money to buy another chair now. So, you just watch that temper." Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> While Colleen's saying, well, we would better take this anonymous job then, because it's the only business we've got.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, back to.
1: Back to the graveyard?
0: Yes. Uh, struggling in so... the
1: box, they bury him, then their little break fights out, and what's his name's gonna kill Donovan.
0: Yeah, so. Yeah, Donovan's about to be executed. Luke's trying to get out of the coffin, and he's not. Thunderbolt turns up. He starts beating everyone up. And then Marco gets a hold of him. And then, in a cool panel, uh, straight out of, like, a werewolf comic, you know, or, like, a horror comic Mm -hmm. in the 70s, uh, Fist shows up with the moon behind him, a blood-red moon. Is he standing
1: on top of a car, there? Yes. Okay, cool.
0: And there's also the question of how Danny got there remotely in a similar time to Thunderbolt, considering he took a taxi and Thunderbolt's like a super fast <laughs> really person. Fast but anyway.
1: Taxi. Maybe Thunderbolt yeah. <laughs> was hiding behind that tree for like an hour.
0: <laughs> That's true. That, that could be, yeah, Thunderbolt might have just gotten there early. So. Um, uh, so we have a pretty cool fight, actually. We have Danny throw down with Marco. Uh, Danny's not inflicting any damage on him. And then he does a feint and does a palm strike right under his chin and knocks him out. What I really like about this is Danny knocked him out without using the iron fist. I
1: like that as well, yeah.
0: And Luke can't knock this guy out. That says a lot about uh, Danny's prowess and technique. So
1: it's definitely a technique thing as well, like knowing exactly where to get him.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, So it's a really awesome moment, Uh, probably the best moment in the issue for me. I really liked it. This was like my takeaway. Um, and uh, in the coffin is lots of drugs, cocaine, grass, pills, uh, you know, all, all that good stuff. Um, so Danny takes it and retires in Cuba. Because
1: the <laughs> they say it's worth $2 million, <laughs> which in today's money <laughs> be a
0: lot. Yeah, it would be a lot. Yeah. Um
1: um, but they're like, oh, no, they just realised that Luke must be buried alive.
0: Yeah, and Luke breaks the chains well, they think alive we,
1: we think alive, they don't know that, I should say.
0: That's true. Um, and then Bad Bed Donovan pulls a gun on them. Ha 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 ha, don't tell me you're surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's backstabbing the mafia, or the magia, and... Uh, Iron Fist and Thunderbolt.
1: Yeah, and they're like, what? You wanted Luke to help you? And he's like, now I'm getting revenge on everyone. Whoever it's like, yeah, man. me. And you're like, oh my god. like my, my This is too much.
0: <laughs> and then uh, it, it turns out he was behind... Uh,
1: Thunderbolt's brother's death, right?
0: Yes, there was yeah. this whole conspiracy and he played a vital part in it. And he was essentially behind it. Um, so Thunderbolt pulls his mask off and he's an old decaying person um like literally because he's aging rapidly
1: yeah the radiation uh, blah, blah 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 supposed to be like 30 yeah
0: so uh thunderbolt goes up and then actually it's a really cool uh sequence here
1: this is like a horror thing here this
0: is yeah horror. totally um where luke's hands burst yeah. out of the ground donovan's
1: backing up thunderbolt's like approaching on him he's like no you can't be this guy and he's like yes i am blah blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, then Luke's hand reaches through this grave and grabs Donovan by the ankle and Donovan misfires. And that gives uh, Thunderbolt the chance to take him out.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the Maggie is escaping, and but Luke stops their car. Yeah. And Luke doesn't need any help because he ties them all up with a big thing. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure what that is, yeah. Let's say rope. Could be anything. Looks like a hose.
0: Uh, so, Thunderbolt uh, does something?
1: Uh, he is, they hear a gunshot, I guess, that blam. Uh, um, oh, okay. Like, What's that? Thunderbolt?
0: So he shot him in the hand, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so, Thunderbolt then proceeds to die on his brother's grave.
1: Yeah, uh, it's very melodramatic and tragic. I'm sure it'd be tragic, if, like, I, I honestly think the last two ep- issues might have been better if they'd given them a bit more room to breathe. Because yeah. the exposition is so oppressive that you just end up going, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, like, I, I just felt if they had been able to play it out over a longer arc, I'd care more about all these things and I wouldn't be making, like, random, oh, that's very melodramatic. Instead, I'd actually been being touched by it.
0: I mean, if you look at the actual story, uh, the p- not the writing, like,
1: the yeah, plot. the actual. plot. There's
0: nothing wrong with the plot. Right, exactly. It's, it's fine. Definitely
1: the writing. It's, it's just, just yeah, so heavy-handed.
0: The execution just really fails miserably. And it's not uh, just
1: because we're reading an old comic, which obviously sometimes are quite. It's just really kind of. And now let me tell you about everything to do with this Magia family.
0: And yeah, I. Don't I, need to I know all of that. As I said before, like on our off recording chat, like I've read. Lots of comics, from 1980 specifically, and they're pretty much all better than this. Yeah. Uh, or this... Well, that's not fair. This is, like, on the lower rung, you know? Yeah. Um, because it's just... Yeah. So... But... um, I'm looking forward to the next issue, because it won't be this. <laughs> so...
1: Uh, I'm, I was really happy when this arc finished.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like the graveyard set piece... There's I like the whole it. kind it of noir element. Much, yeah. Like, if they just... Yeah, if they played on, like, the noir and horror stuff a bit more as well. Uh, they did it a lot in the last issue, but yeah. Um. So hopefully the next issue will be good and not just a, you know, but we'll see.
1: I'm just having a quick um, flick it. It looks good. looks better. It looks
0: better. There's, yeah. like, a casino, so...
1: It has Lee Kung-In and DW, so... Ah.
0: Oh. Well, I mean, it's automatically better. It's automatically better oh.
1: the minute I Lei Kung in, so
0: whatever. Oh, and DW, because I like DW. I do um, as well.
1: He's amazing.
0: Actually, I'll point out, uh, I made a post about a show called Warrior a while ago on Facebook. Uh, martial arts show based on one of Bruce Lee's concepts. How sure it is that concepts kind of debate in my head, but Kung's in it. Oh, really? And he's my favourite character, actually. No, nice. uh, He plays his... Very suave, sort of, uh, for lack of a better word, criminal. Like, but he's not really a criminal. He just he has connections everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And he wears a top hat, so I like him. Um, oh
1: well, yeah, yeah. I mean, top hat
0: always <laughs> help. I just sort to point that out. As for the show itself, uh, for martial arts fans, the fights are good. The show's not perfect, but it's entertaining. Is I don't it know. A Netflix I, I, one. Uh, no, I can't remember what it came out on. I uh, acquired it. Uh, it. It's on Foxtel here, but yeah, I would, if anyone interested, I will watch the pilot. And if you like the pilot, you'll like the rest of the show. If you didn't like the pilot, then you won't. So it's pretty, yeah, pilot's a good indication for once. Because you know how pilots are usually like the worst yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this pilot actually gives like a good uh, impression of the show. So yeah, I recommend checking it out. You know, because martial arts. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: I think it might be on... Oh no, maybe it's a different show.
0: It should be on free-to-air TV.
1: mm -hmm. I'll have to keep an eye out.
0: Uh, It did get renewed for season two as well, so don't worry about watching a cancelled show.
1: Um, Just seeing if it's on in the UK anymore. Apparently Sky TV, maybe. Oh, it's showing right now on Sky TV. Okay, cool. I actually have access to that, so I might have. Yeah, a
0: look. check out the pilot. Poll- oh, and if you're a Bruce Lee fan, definitely Which watch it. Which I shape. am, so yeah. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, yeah, of
0: course. Well, no, not this episode, of course, but I am. So, uh, yeah. episode's a bit short. So, uh, you've seen Bruce Lee's movies then? So I've seen Bruce Lee, but...
1: yeah a long time ago. So don't stop calling yeah. me on them. But I oh grew, no no. I, I grew start. up on them and I loved yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. Yeah. I was. I remember like
0: getting really really into a few of them. So. Bruce Lee's awesome and uh, he's you know very important uh, figure in the history of martial arts. Um, introduced the concept of training different styles. And taking the best out of them to a lot of people. Probably one of the most important figures in martial arts history. Um, I'm not one of those guys that says Bruce Lee is the best fighter ever or something, because, you know. But, uh, you know, his philosophies are really awesome if you're into martial arts. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Iron Fist and Bruce Lee crossover never happening. I guess Shang-Chi counts, right?
1: Uh Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, and like, I still, you know, we may even get to see Iron Fist in the film. I don't know.
0: I, uh, look, I don't even... I'm yeah. just
1: saying there's a chance. And, um, but they've had some, like, casting rumours for uh, Shang-Chi now, and uh, that's enough to start getting me interested.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I'm sure a lot of the Iron Fist fans are interested in the... Shang-Chi movie, so I guess...
1: We should keep... I mean, it's, I think it's worth keeping an eye on, so...
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're already doing that, so that's super... Well, you know,
1: <laughs> me and Marvel films, I tend to keep somewhat of an eye on it, even if I'm not really paying full attention.
0: Yeah, it it, it can be hard to keep an eye on stuff with all the rumours and hearsay, but...
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always a case of, like, not jumping on those initial rumours and waiting till I reputable source comes up with it because there's always so much like this and that and and a lot of it's so clickbaity and um, I just I try and wait till either like Hollywood Reporter or Deadline or Variety come up with it because I just can't be bothered with geek sites anymore I read yesterday I went to uh, CBR and read two articles two articles caught my attention and I read them and neither one had any information in. like
0: <laughs> They've gotten really bad lately. I,
1: I, I mean, like, I'd already... They're quite spoilery a lot of the time, so you have to be quite careful about their headlines, so I'd kind of stopped going to them. But I, think I, was, I was not bored yesterday, but I was kind of, like, checking in to see if I'd missed any interesting news. And I had sort of had a look, and one of them was, like... I'd, I'd just come back from the Endgame re-release. So I'd already seen it, and they had one, like, should people bother going to see it again? And I thought, I'll go read what they thought. Because I know what I think. And it didn't even talk about what new what footage was included in the re release. So I'm like, what's the point of this article? Mm. It was literally Did just speculation about what might be in it. And I was like, then don't title it, should people go see it? And I can't remember what the other one was, but it just the fact that two in a row had no information in at all, I was just Yeah. Why am I even going here?
0: You saw the re release recently, right? I saw it yesterday, yes. Did it include like, significant stuff, or...? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> if you've already seen the film, I would say, hand on heart, there is no point in going to see it again, unless you want to okay. Film again. Okay. It
0: was just, like, a couple of two-minute scenes or something?
1: There was... um It's all end credits, so it's all after the actual film. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, my God, that's bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's a... Look, um this is like not particularly spoilery and hopefully by now anyone who wants to see it will have seen it by the time you get this up. It's like a Stanley tribute, a really, really pointless deleted scene, and um a little preview of Far From Home.
0: Well, I I mean, I wasn't expecting much, but I was expecting better than that. I thought they would have put stuff into the actual movie.
1: Uh, I'm not too worried that they didn't. Um, but I just thought that I thought the deleted scene we got might be better.
0: I mean, the way they advertised it was like there would be new stuff in the they movie itself. They did initially,
1: itself. but then all the, all the subsequent coverage kind of said it will all be after the end credits. Uh, and okay. they do have like an announcement before the film to say it's all going to be after the end credits. Yeah. Um, so, they have like Anthony Russo coming up and saying, Hey, guys, thanks. Wait till the end of the credits and blah. And then people
0: leave the theatre. <laughs> no,
1: nobody left ours. What was interesting with ours was like um, there were clearly people in there that had never seen the film.
0: Okay. Just from their yeah. reactions.
1: Because there's no way they'd have been like reacting that way if they knew these things were going to happen. So, that was kind of cool. So, it's, I mean, like, I planned to see it on Thursday anyway because I wanted to go see it one last time before it left the cinema and then when they announced the re-release i just shifted it to friday so it didn't yeah. it didn't really it wasn't like i'd gone out of my way to go to go do it but yeah i just thought that the deleted scene we got might have been one that i would i could debate whether it should have been in the film or not not one where i was like i can't believe you even filmed that like kind of scene
0: yeah so
1: yeah a little disappointed stanley tribute was genuinely very lovely though so mm. but not worth sitting through three hours of film
0: you've already seen
1: yeah. yeah and it'll probably be on the dvd or if not i think the russo's are working on a little documentary about stanley i'm sure that's what okay. they pulled the footage from so i mean it's gonna be shown elsewhere and obviously far from Home's in cinemas next week so
0: i don't even know if they're showing it in a yes they
1: here. are don't be daft you get it from monday
0: oh do i i think oh, okay monday. i'm just i'm just looking at we get it from
1: Tuesday, so I think you get it Monday or Tuesday.
0: Ah, uh, oh, whoops! I should probably go to the coming soon section.
1: <laughs>
0: Might. Uh, still can't see it, but I would be very surprised if they weren't showing I
1: it. I mean, all, all my Australian friends have booked, so apart from you, clearly, you are one of my well. Australian friends. I don't mean to sound rude there, um, but yeah, they've, you know, people have booked for it, so. Uh, you're definitely getting it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, Godzilla's next on my list. Actually, I actually haven't seen that yet. I saw that. Um, I don't know how it looks, but I want to see it on the big screen.
1: Yeah, I think it's worth seeing on the big screen.
0: Yeah. And I might see, um, if I can get, like, a cheap ticket, I might see Endgame. Um,
1: Have you seen it yet? The...
0: No. All
1: right, that's
0: worth no, seeing. No, I, 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 I stopped... Not related to Marvel, but I decided to stop supporting Disney um, by seeing their movies. But with Endgame, it's like, well, it's the end to this thing, you know. Even if I haven't thought it's the best, sometimes like it is end to a thing that I want to. I should probably see, you know, yeah, on the big I think screen. It's worth so it for that,
1: yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so it's a good thing they're re-releasing it. Otherwise, I would have missed it. But yeah, oh, speaking of re-releases i'm actually seeing uh into the dragon on the big screen that would oh, be fun
1: nice. that would be nice um,
0: yeah they're showing it um at a theater soon there's there's a lot of places around here that show, show old movies actually we've got, so. a,
1: we've got a lot of um new release uh old re-releases i should say we've got like uh what, what did we get a trailer for yesterday apocalypse now
0: oh really yeah
1: yeah our cinema wow. is also like doing a Groundhog Day double bill with Groundhog Day, which is kind of funny. But like, I don't think <laughs> I could watch it twice in a row. I mean, I love it, and I appreciate the humor in showing it twice. But um, yeah, that's weird. And Jaws, there'll be some
0: people that will, I bet. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: sure. There's Jaws is coming back, Matrix for its 20th anniversary. It's just like yeah. we've got With Nell and I coming back. Obviously, British cult film. But yeah, so I had a trailer for you Apocalypse. You say Wicker Man? No, um, oh. with Nell and I.
0: Oh, right, right. Okay. They're um, probably quite different.
1: <laughs> they're very different. Uh, but Midsummer's coming next week, isn't it? And that like, looks like Wicker Man, but younger and newer. Um, Yeah, so uh, I was very bizarre to get a trailer for Apocalypse now.
0: Yeah, well, a pleasant surprise, though, pleasant I'm sur- sure. It was, oh. It's
1: a great film. If they didn't show all I these I haven't things, actually seen it. Then it all these films very late at night. I would probably go see some of these releases, mm, but I yeah, can't, I can't do evening films, so it's uh, yeah. it's bittersweet for me.
0: I wonder what type of movies. Oh, they show a bunch of westerns at uh PR Man's place, don't they? Mostly? Yeah,
1: they show a lot of westerns. Love my Westerns. Those. I love Westerns
0: as well. What... Mm. Uh, I mean, I would love to talk about Westerns right now, but we have talked about yes. non-Iron stuff for a while. So next time uh, the topic of DW Theatre comes up, you can bet we're going to go on a tangent about our favourite Westerns.
1: Let's do it. I'll prepare.
0: Yes. Um... So, uh, yeah, but hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, if you enjoyed the issue, that's awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed parts of it, you know. But uh, so from now, I'm going to be aiming for the podcasting bi-weekly because that synergizes perfectly with everything else in my life. Um, also, make sure you check out my Superman podcast with Ray from Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Um, we do great work over there as well, uh, and Bicker a lot too. So. You know, um, he's quite frustrating to bicker with because he's so cheerful all the time.
1: He's yeah, Always. he's very accommodating. Like you need yeah. to fight with me. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. Well, um. Oh, also shout out to them uh, and I you as well, Rebecca because you're like part of them pretty much. Um, you did make it into that comic, which I'm eternally jealous of. Sorry. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm, I don't think I'll ever quite get over that. That was very cool.
0: I think my um, head caught on fire. <laughs> I was just like, oh, so jealous. Um, I had no so awesome, idea. Though. It was
1: such a shock, so.
0: Yeah. Um, actually, I bought that issue as well as the ones leading up to it. So oh. I have a piece of you in my home. You, you can take that as... Creepy or loving, as you want, (laughs) up to you. Um, But uh, (laughs) yeah, shout out because I just did the hundredth episode recently. I know Ray put an unholy amount of work into that. He put an
1: unholy amount of work. And uh, then I'm in the latest. I did the latest one with Connor, the other Connor. So it's a bit irreverent, shall we say?
0: (laughs) Um. Well, yeah. All that aside, it's good to be back
1: good to have you back honestly some of these uh, the solo episodes when the issues aren't good are difficult
0: they're tough yeah, yeah. Um, and as for Carl he is doing stuff for a new job so hopefully he will be back soon yes. with his drawling American accent and uh, slurping a coffee and old geek stories from the 80s <laughs>
1: telling us what we've got wrong generally
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright well until next time uh, don't Uh, annoy the Magia, or Mafia, or whatever the local crime syndicate is in your area.
1: Yes, never do, and try not to get buried alive.
0: Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sons of the dragon podcast at gmail.com just send us mail comments thoughts anything you want really it doesn't even have to be related to iron fist if you don't want it read on the air though make sure you mention that you can also find us on facebook the immortal iron Fist podcast sons of the dragon our twitter at iron fist podcast our soundcloud soundcloud.com forward slash sons of the dragon uh hyphens where the spaces are our YouTube, Connor Carl, just search Ironfist Podcast and you will find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section, and last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Ironfist Podcast. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikowski for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.